Hi, this is Mark, Hustock Tech Team, and this is our Futurist Missing Voice America Kids. Please be on the lookout for five-year-old Jonah Sullivan. He went missing from La Jolla, California on April 30th, 2012. This is considered a family abduction. Jonah is Caucasian, three foot five, 40 pounds, with blue eyes and light brown hair. He may be in the company of his mother, and they may still be in the local area, or they may have traveled to Phoenix, Arizona, and or Alabama. Jonah has a small scar on his chin and right cheek. His front tooth is chipped, and he may be going by the nickname of Sully. If you know of Jonah Sullivan's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see two pictures of Jonah Sully Sullivan, please click on the link on the Voice America Kids homepage. Our future is missing. Or go to futuresmissing.com. Thank you. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be it's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. program express yourself we're a show by for and with creative young people a platform to give teens a voice right here on the voice american kids network express yourself is produced by star style productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the be the star you are charity i'm kai kelly and i'm young juan and we're your teen hosts for today if you haven't heard be the star you are charity is having its ninth annual national essay contest where you can win a hundred dollars get a radio interview on this show, and win prizes like books and recognition. This year's competition has a theme of benevolence, compassion, and kindness. For more information, visit www.btsya.com. The contest runs through January of 2013 and is graciously sponsored by U.S. Bank. That sounds exciting for any writers out there who wants to be published. Make sure to check out www.btsya.com to find out more about the 9th Annual Be The Star You Are essay contest. Today we're interviewing Caitlin. She's the organic hairstylist for many famous people. And Kai's not joking when she says famous people. Kate Perivoke does the hair of the cast of Glee and Teen Wolf, among others. We also have another field reporter today with esteemed chef Tanner O'Dell from Texas, and he's really interested in being on our show. I remember when both Kai and I were in that position when we were auditioning for our segments. We'll talk about all that later, but right now we have Caitlin Eastad who will talk about hunger and what we can do to stop it. So without further ado, please welcome Caitlin. Hi, Caitlin. Hi, everyone. So did you know that the number one health risk worldwide is hunger and malnutrition? According to the United Nations, one billion people on our planet go to sleep hungry. Just in America, one in six people have difficulties providing a meal on the table. Want to decrease those numbers? You can diminish hunger. Age doesn't matter when it comes to volunteering. Whether you're 9 years old or 99 years old, you can make a difference. First, find out what organizations near you provide food for those in need. You may surprised to discover that just around the corner is a food bank looking for volunteers. Some of the duties at a food bank or pantry may include stocking shelves, checking expiration dates, and sorting food into different categories. 
If organizing and sorting isn't your forte, dedicate time to a soup kitchen. Here, you'll be directly serving the needy. Working in a soup kitchen can be extremely rewarding because you're establishing a personal connection with the needy and you truly see your community coming together when distributing meals. Over the summer, I implemented a hunger program throughout my county after seeing a great need for food. My project originally started off as just a two-month program that was only intended to take place during the summer. The main objective of the mission was just to provide free nutritious snack packs to children in need. During the summer months, three meals a day becomes a privilege and not a necessity to many families. Most children living in a low-income home receive free or reduced price breakfast and lunch during the school year. Throughout the summer recess, a family's income is stretched. From buying more food to daycare and summer camp, parents are overcome by additional costs. As I worked with the hungry face-to-face, -face, I realized that food will continue to be a constant need. At the Angels Clothing Closet, the charity that I founded, now we've expanded into food as well. Speaking with clients, they told me that having a one-stop for both food and clothes makes transportation very easy, especially if they don't have a car and their only option is taking the bus. Ending hunger is as simple as stopping by your local grocery store and purchasing an extra can or boxed meal. The buy one get one sales are my favorite. By holding a food drive or creating a community garden, you're helping in a big way. If you don't have any time for these projects, just spend five minutes a day on freerice.com, playing games and answering trivia questions. For every correct answer, 10 grains of rice are donated through the World Food Program. Although 10 grains of rice doesn't seem like a lot, it really adds up. Today, as we're discussing organic and healthy living, remember those with growling stomachs of hunger and consider taking a stand and making a change on behalf of the hungry. That sounds really interesting, and it's really interesting to see that you founded your own charity. That's a really cool thing to do. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it's just very crazy how fast it grew, and it was originally just clothing, as I said, and now we're, as we we're getting into food, it's just amazing to see how much we're able to do and what we're able to accomplish through the community. Yeah, actually, it's funny that you mentioned freerice.com because in eighth grade, my English teacher introduced it to like all the people in my school, and we all thought it was really cool. So it's good to see that programs like that is growing. Oh, yeah, I actually found out about uh, the website as well through my school, so I'm really really glad that, you know, it's getting out there, and it's just such a simple website. All you have to do, yeah. you don't have to make an account or membership, you just go on, and you play some games, and it's actually pretty enjoyable, and as yeah. you're doing it, you're helping people in need, so it's really a great way to pass, you know, some free time. So if I'm holding a food drive, do I need to store food in any special conditions or do I need a permit or any kind of restrictions? Are there any restrictions? You see, I hear that question a lot and um, actually, you know, the charity that you're collecting for, whether it be a food bank or a food pantry, mm -hmm. will usually let you know because it does vary, you know, depending mm -hmm. on your town or state, but in most cases you don't need a permit or a special license to collect food for a mission, just as long as, you know, you inform that charity and that food does go to that charity. It's usually okay, and, you know, the food can just be stored in regular conditions. Just a good rule of thumb is however you store your food. So if it's refrigerated, make sure to get a refrigerator. Mm. And if it's just sitting on a shelf, then it can just be sitting on a shelf. You know, however your food is, you can put their food. Yeah. Do a lot of um, food banks like food that isn't canned or non-perishable? Well, it really, again, as I said, depends on the area. Like, mm. all the food banks around me actually have uh, refrigerators oh. and you know, big units of yeah. freezers, but not all of them do because I know some churches will hold it and mm -hmm. a lot of them don't have the space or the area to have freezers and refrigerators. So I would definitely just consult whoever you're collecting for. Most places will accept things like cheese and mm -hmm. milk and perishables, but I would definitely ask because sometimes the preference makes all the difference. Yeah. All right, so then if we wanted to, let's just say Young Ju and I decide we want to hold a food drive, what kind of items, just a general list, should we collect? Well, I would definitely say, you know, basic items, things that last a while, just because the people who are coming in, it's usually weekly, and so if you donate something on a Sunday, then they're not giving it out till Friday, it could go bad, so mm -hmm. I would stick to cans and boxed food if that's the case. 
So anything from fruits and vegetables, as long as it's in a can. If it's fresh fruit, I would probably not go with that just because it spoils very quickly. Same with bread. It kind of goes bad, you know, within a week or two. So I would be a little bit more careful with that. Mm-hmm. Actually, I have a really, uh, well, I guess not funny, but a story about canned food. Um, when I was in uh, middle school, every year uh, my math class um, would would go to this event at this mall where you make, you donate cans, like, for a month. The whole school donates cans, and people, uh, um, they buy cans for this, too. Um and we built really huge, like, can- things out of cans, like statues, oh, wow. I guess. Yeah, and it was really good, and it was really fun to be there. It was a long time, but it was pretty fun because you, you had all your friends from school. We are all building. We made, like, the the, ti- um, the Titanic, but we called it the Titanic since it was out of cans. Uh-huh. And That's we so made, cute. Yeah, and it was a really good thing to do, and it was fun, and all the cans went to charity. Yeah, that's so, great. I actually, yeah. yeah, I've seen pictures like that online of like mm-hmm. huge can towers, and I've always wanted to do that. So hopefully, maybe yeah. sometime in the future. <laughs> it's a really but, great um, opportunity. Yeah, I actually kind of have a funny story about cans as well because over the summer uh, we had very very bad heat. It was so hot out here in New Jersey, and someone was coming to donate tons and tons of cans to us. And actually, a few of them had exploded because they oh were in gosh. her trunk, <laughs> and I guess it had just you know overheated, and some of the things had melted and whatnot. So I mean, I guess it wasn't very funny because it got all over yeah. her car, but we helped her clean it up. <laughs> but I would probably be aware of that as well because. I don't think it happens very often, but that was kind of a funny little incident that happened over the summer when, you know, I was working with the food drive. All right, so thanks so much, Nicole. We have to take a break right now, but when we return, we'll be talking to Kate Pirovich. I'm Youngju. I'm Kai Kelly, excuse me. And I'm Youngju on, not Kai Kelly, but, um... Donating cans and any hunger can be fun, and I highly encourage you, as I think Caitlin would too. You're listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids Network. Make sure to check out the photos, descriptions, link, gossip, and more at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com. Facebook your friends to join our party, and don't go away. We'll be right back. Kids safe, mother approved. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are. In the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good... Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring.
You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. My name is Kai Kelly. And I'm Young Juan, and we're your teen host for today. Today we have the pleasure of talking with Kay Pirovich, a young celebrity stylist who believes in organic products. Kate trained at the esteemed Avita Institute of Cosmetology in Portland, Oregon, and finds inspiration in makeup and hair fashion trends to create artistic fashion-forward haircuts, hair color, and makeup without foregoing the more classical style. She's inspired by the classical looks of Hollywood and loves to collaborate updos. And Kate's philosophy is your hair is an extension of your personal style, the accessory you wear every day. However, Kate's work goes beyond the salon. Her hairstyles and makeup are seen in many fashion shoots, commercials, film, and celebrities attending Hollywood red carpet events. All right, so Kate now resides in Portland, Oregon, and is a true believer in greener, better products in the salon world and making smarter choices when it comes to beauty. Hi, Kate. Yeah, hi, Kate. Hi there, you guys. How are you? Great. So first off, can you tell our listeners what organic hairstyling exactly is? I've never heard of this, but this is really interesting. So pretty much there's, um, I mean, there's a few routes you can go. Um, Traditionally, the things that we find on our supermarket shelves aren't organic necessarily. Um, There's now a shift in the market where people are demanding more organic, so products are becoming more organic, but... um, you really do have quite a few options when picking out skin and hair care these days than you did before. So I'm really, I'm a supporter of the more organic side of things. Mm -hmm. All right, and then what exactly is the difference between a green product and a non-green product? You mentioned in the supermarkets, what, what would help us be able to tell the difference between the two? Pretty much, I mean, the labeling's really great. They'll tell you if something's organic or on the green side of things, but there's also green washing with products. So they'll, they'll market a product out to um, seem more green, but really all you have to do is flip over the packaging and read the, um, the ingredients to see if they truly are green. A lot of products promise to be green, but they're full of petroleum byproducts. Mm. So that's a that's a big thing right there. So you really just have to read the ingredients and and you're good. So what exactly what kind of products can you find at a green salon? Um, pretty much, um, there's one major difference between a green um, product versus a non-green product is um, the amount of petroleum byproducts mm-hmm. that are in them. So. Um, something that you will find in virtually every beauty product out there, whether it's lip balm or hair color, you know, anti-frizz is dimethicone. Dimethicone you can get um, derived from petroleum or you can get it derived from sand. So um, the more green products have dimethicone, but it's not um, derived from petroleum. It's derived from sand. And it won't say that on the back. It'll just say dimethicone under the ingredients. So you really do have to do your research mm-hmm. and um, and know what you're buying. Yeah. Then, so why would you say it's important to buy that green stuff instead of the petroleum-based products that you talk about? Um, I think it's all about preserving our earth. If you can't, think about how much um, oil we have right now. It is a... It is a substance that will be gone. We, it's something that we need to conserve and preserve. And there's just so much sand out there that makes um, the same product. And you can make it in a much cleaner way without as much waste or um, byproducts in it. So I think that if you have a choice, um, you should make the bigger choice just for the bigger picture, you know? Right. So, um, does, does the green product make your hair better? than the petroleum-based product? Petroleum-based products do have a tendency to stick onto um, your body or you can have allergic reactions. Mm -hmm. Um, 
mostly with the derivatives from plant or um, sand, things like that, natural substances, you first off, you feel great about rinsing it down the drain because it's biodegradable. Mm. And then also your hair reacts in a way where it'll be softer, more pliable. Um, it's, it's just a more natural way to go that your body reacts um, better to it than something that's synthetic. That's really interesting. I don't think there are too many, maybe maybe just in this area, but I don't think there are too many green salons. So how would you say, how do I find a green salon? How do I find a salon that is um, using those these good products? I, I think the best way um, is to look on the internet, find, find a product that you like that is green. Um, you can Google um, USDA organic products and then you can see if you can call your salon and say do you do you carry these products or how green are you and right here I'm in Portland Oregon so there's a lot of lot of green organic salons up here I mean as organic as you can be mm-hmm. not everything can be 100% but um they will usually advertise it or you can just um look up of a Caroline and see if they they provide it at that salon. So, and if they don't, they're probably not that green. <laughs> yeah. But so if you go to a green salon, is it more expensive to get your hair done? No, not necessarily. Um, I mean, it, sh- it shouldn't be. Mm. I think that maybe if it's a rarity in your community, there, there might be more of a demand for it. But um, other than that, it shouldn't be. Okay. And then you mentioned really briefly earlier uh, that no, no product could really be completely green. So what did you mean by that? So are there any true green products out there? There are some true green products out there. It's more of like lotions and lip balms and things mm-hmm. like that. But when it comes down to hair color, there's always going to be added preservatives mm-hmm. or um, like ammonia or something that resembles ammonia just to get the product to work correctly. But those products products can still be up to 97% natural. So I think if you have the choice to choose something that's truly synthetic versus something that's 3% synthetic, mm-hmm. that you'd rather choose the, the 3%. And is there a growing market for these green salons? I think so because I think as um, as we evolve, we uh, people are wanting it more. People are requesting it more, I think. Um, I think that it's definitely a growing market, and I think it's something that we should be aware of what we're what we're doing. Yeah, for sure. Um, a little bit on a not really a side note, but what would you say your biggest piece of advice for our listeners with regards to their hair care and with regards to uh, using these organic or these green products? I would say if you have a choice. Um, try to go the organic way because the less that you're supporting, um, the more that you're supporting green products, the more you're supporting our earth as a whole, and it really does make a big difference. So if you if you can make a choice, make it because it's better off in the long run for all of us. And beauty, I mean, beauty, we're being vain in the first place, so... <laughs> yeah, um, I used to make facial packs with my friends for our <laughs> Friday night get-togethers, and um, we realized that making our own made our faces a lot better, and it was a lot better for our face and the feelings that we had after applying these facial masks. And my friend was saying, "What's good? What's good to eat is also good for your face," which I guess is true to in the way that it's good for your hair as well. Oh yeah, definitely. Your body will react always better to something that's more natural because mm. your body is natural. We're from the earth. So I think that we really need to respect that and and look at that for what it is. Yeah, I think that's really I think that's really interesting. And then we didn't talk really too much about your philosophy, but really quickly before we end this segment, can you explain your philosophy or the way that you view uh, beauty products and hair in general or just um, these natural natural things? Um, yes, pretty much I feel like we should leave the earth a better place than we left it, and people are going to use beauty products every day. We are around it every single day, so why not make um, a better choice for our earth and for our bodies? If we're going to do it, we're, we're going to do it regardless, so let's just be right. wiser about our decisions every day. 
Definitely. So unfortunately, we are out of time for this section, but the good news is that Kate will be back for the next segment. I really enjoy learning about organic hair treatments and green salons. It's also really cool to know that you, what you use can help save the earth. And in the next segment, she'll be talking more about her experiences as a hairstylist in Hollywood and how she got there, who she worked with, and why she left. Yep, and I'm Kaya Kelly. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network. Visit our creative community at btsya.com and this radio program at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com. We'll be back in a bit. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. It's almost showtime. Tune in to Curtain Call every week for the latest happenings from the world of theater. It's news and reviews, both on stage and behind the scenes. If you've ever wanted to be a stage actor, theater director, or work behind the scenes in production, this is the show for you. Your hosts have been there and done that, and will answer all of your questions right on the air. Listen for Curtain Call. Weekly performances are happening Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. What is No Added Preservatives all about? Well, it might be easier to say what isn't the show about. Your host will give it to you straight. His take on film, television, books, video games, and pretty much any other topic that comes up. He'll keep you safe and on top of the latest in media and let you know what to stick with and what to trash. Listen every week to No Added Preservatives, and each show will leave you wanting more. Tune in Wednesday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Now there's a new destination for video content, VoiceAmerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support you. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. My name is Young Juwan. And I'm Kai Kelly, and we're your teen hosts on today's episode of Express Yourself. We're so happy that Kate Pirovich is with us for two segments today because she has a fascinating story that can help us all really achieve our dreams. After Kate graduated from the Avita Institute of Cosmetology, she contacted over 100 renowned hairstylists in the entertainment industry in Hollywood, indicating her abilities and desires, and she was invited to work with some of the most celebrated hairstylists in the industry. In the past year, she's worked for the stars of Glee, Teen Wolf, MTV, as well as many other award shows, setting herself apart with organic sensibilities. This past month, she decided to leave the glamour of Hollywood to be back in the Northwest, although she still has some commutes for her star clients. Welcome back, Kate. Working Hi. in Hollywood with movie stars sounds so awesome. So did you have any connections, or how exactly did you make that jump? Um, so pretty much it just started with a dream. I've always loved movies and television, big fan of all of it, and um, I wanted to be a part of it. So I knew that I had to be in L.A. or New York for that, and I chose L.A. Mm -hmm. And before I left, I knew that I couldn't do it on my own. So I wrote out about 100 emails to people in the industry that did hair in the industry, and I got two responses back. Mm 
And one of the people ended up being my mentor down there. And so she took me under her wing and really taught me a lot of things and made a lot of connections for me. And that's how I really started off. Wow, that takes some serious dedication. (laughs) My fingers were tired. (laughs) (laughs) But once you were invited to Hollywood, what was the experience like? Um, At first, I thought it was going to be very glamorous. You get asked to be on set for, you know, a day, just trying it out, and you think that it's going to be really a whole bunch of fun, and it's a lot of work, and it's a whole lot of hours on set up until the wee hours of the morning of the next day, and you're just working, 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 working the whole time. You're not playing or hanging out with celebrities, nothing like that. You're really, you really have to be on your game. So when you say, like, um, wee hours in the morning, so for some of the days that you were working, how long would you have to work? Well, we call, there's um, Fridays where you start working at 8 o'clock in the morning on Friday or wherever, whenever your call time is, and you go until maybe 3, 4 o'clock Saturday morning. So there's some long hours there. Wow. <laughs> Do you have a favorite celebrity since you've met so many people? Um, my favorite celebrity. I don't know if I have a favorite. I mean, oh gosh, that's a hard one. I guess Holland Roden. I've worked with her a lot. She is. She plays Lydia on Teen Wolf, and I would say that she is my favorite to work with. Really, really easygoing. Not not very Hollywood. Not a very typical young actress in the industry. So she's a whole lot of fun to work with. So you mentioned earlier that some people were more laid back and easy to get along with. Would you say that celebrities are all very much similar to the rest of us, or do you think there are different levels or different personalities? I think that it's just like working at any job. Um, you have the people that are more uptight or laid back or friendly or goofy or whatever, and mm-hmm. I think that that just relays into this workplace as well. So it, it all depends. There's some actors that are very serious theater actors with a very serious theater background. And then there's the other ones where this is their first gig ever and they're really excited and fresh. And right. it, it all depends. How was it for you living in the land where everyone kind of wears like a fake appearance? Uh, I think you just have to take it. Um, I mean, every everyone is so different. So... You just have to take it for what it is and stay true to yourself. And for L.A., it, it fits, suits a lot of people. But for me, I just um, I couldn't I couldn't get comfortable with the traffic every day. I couldn't get um, t- uh, comfortable with the whole rat race that was down there. So I just knew I had to walk away from it. Yeah, so you mentioned that you were working with the biggest stars of Glee, Teen Wolf, MTV, all those different types of people who are on all different types of award shows. Did you think it was hard to walk away from all of that celebrity and then move back to Oregon? It definitely is hard because you start identifying yourself with these big jobs that you're doing and um, other people in your industry start to look up to you. Oh, wow, you're doing all these big things, but... Mm-hmm. It, I feel like if you, if if that's meant for you, it would be really hard to walk away. But it wasn't meant mm-hmm. for me, so it was much easier walking away from it. Right. So, will you continue to work in the film industry even as you are in Oregon? I would love to. I still, I still have major love for TV, movie, film, all of that. I just couldn't do it in the atmosphere of a big city because it was it was just too much, but a lot of productions are moving outside of L.A., which is really wonderful for me. So I, I still look forward to doing all of that wig work, dressing people up. I still love all that. I just, um, the, the city of L.A. wasn't meant for me. And so you mentioned the city of L.A. wasn't, um, wasn't the right fit because it was too big of a city. What is the attraction of living in a place like Portland? Portland, I can walk down the street to grab a cup of coffee. Everything I need is at my fingertips. I don't have to get in my car anytime I want to go see a friend. Everything's very close, and public Mm -hmm. transportation here is amazing. So it's really wonderful being able to walk out your door and not knowing that you have to get in your car, which is also very appealing to me, being on the greener side of things lately. (laughs) 
Right. Did you develop right. relationships with some of the stars in Hollywood? Will you continue to fly down for special events to take care of their hair and makeup? Definitely. I'm actually going to be down there every six weeks to take care of my clients that I left in Beverly Hills. And I will also be there for awards season to take care of my other clients because you do work so closely with them that you form a bond. And they really do trust you with your services. And that's not something that I really want to let go of. And I don't want to disappoint and let down. And I also, I love doing it. So it's good to have it in small doses when I can. Right. And it sounds a lot of fun to keep in touch, but also get the benefits of a smaller, more green environment and of working in place. Um, what would, advice would you have for young people who are interested in working in Hollywood? The advice that I give is that it is a very saturated industry. There's going to be hundreds of people out for the same job that you want. So I would recommend getting the best education you can in that field to getting a mentor. The mentor part of it all is very important because you will always learn better from somebody who's already been there and done that than learning from your own mistakes. Mm -hmm. So if you can have somebody to really help you along the way, it's very beneficial. They've already made connections. They've they've been around longer. They know the industry. So I definitely mm-hmm. recommend getting a mentor. Is it hard getting a mentor? It was hard. Um, actually, it was hard and it was easy. It was hard writing out that many emails and mm-hmm. getting so little response. But the few responses that I did get, and the one being the major mentor um, for me, that's all it took was one was one mentor. So if you're willing to put in the work, it really does pay off. Um, you followed your dreams. So do you think that we can do, it's possible for all of the young people listening today, that you can do that in all of any career that they choose? Definitely. And I feel like um, a lot of people give up on themselves before they even try. And I live by a motto of don't regret not doing things. I mean, you should always shoot for the stars, have no regrets, mm-hmm. go out there and try it. If it doesn't work, then it doesn't mm-hmm. work, but at least you tried. So I think that right. you need to always try your best because the sky's the limit. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I understand that you were pursuing the acting career before you became a hairstylist. How did you find the right path for you? I think that um, doing the acting and the modeling and things like that, it was always so appealing to me because I was such a fan of cinema and old school Hollywood and big productions, and I wanted to be a part of it, but I didn't know how. And my, I, I think that I was a talented, talented with the acting and modeling, but I'm much more talented with um, my craft and my tools of being a hairdresser. Yeah. So unfortunately, we are out of time. Thank you for giving us so much great information about hair, pursuing our dreams, and Hollywood. It's been fun. Oh, thank you, girl. And, Thanks a lot. Yeah, and it was really, really interesting to learn all that information. Anytime. And so we've got to run. You are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, where teens talk in the world. Listen. This is, visit us at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back with an audition for a field reporter. Thank you very much. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You just love your pets, but sometimes they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune in to Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. 
There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice we listen to. My name is Young Juan. And I'm Kaya Kelly. We're going to wrap up the show today with a new audition. I remember way back, not actually that long ago, when I was auditioning to be a field reporter as well. It definitely hasn't been that long, but I love the fact that we're enlarging our VTSYA Express Yourself family, and we're especially excited that Tanner O'Dell is Joining us, Tanner is an 18-year-old who strives to make people happier, healthier, and hungrier. He's a really amazing person. At just 18, he's already a motivational speaker and has been published in Better Homes and Gardens, multiple TV and radio programs, and perhaps his biggest accomplishment is catering for the governor of Nebraska. He has a lot of great tips for everyone today, and we are so happy to have him on our show. Please welcome teen chef Tanner O'Dowd. Hi, Tanner. Hello there, everyone. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, so I understand you're going to talk about organic food today. I am, and I'm so excited. I'm going to teach everyone how you can say yes to organic. So there was a study released not too long ago that stated that organic foods aren't necessarily any healthier than conventional foods, which is like... Oh my gosh, whoa, you mean that everything I thought about organic isn't right? My parents have been spending all that extra money for nothing? Well, what I always think, you know, this study, along with lots of other food and health studies, they're just plain confusing. So I'm here to really tell you not to give up on organic. Now, nutritionally speaking, many of the foods that we buy organic will not be necessarily any higher in nutrients than the non-organic. And this study I mentioned that was done by Stanford University says just that. But it's not the nutrient content that should really motivate you to buy organic. It's the pesticide, antibiotic, and hormone content of the conventionally grown and produced foods that should send you right down that organic aisle. Now, when you and your parents buy and eat organic foods, you're really supporting the farmers and the producers that truly, truly care about what goes into your bodies. And here's fun fact time. In the United States, there are approximately 1.2 billion, that's 1.2 billion pounds of pesticides used in agriculture each year, which is roughly five pounds per person. So I believe to move in a healthier and more natural direction, I just really urge you to shop and eat organic. It's not only going to help your health, but it's also really going to help you love and appreciate each individual ingredient you cook with. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I love organic food, and just recently I discovered the benefits of it, but how can we tell if a food is seriously organic? Because I know in the ramen packaging that my parents bought last week, it says no MSG added, but when I analyzed the nutrition label, it said there was another thing that's exactly like MSG, and so how can you tell? 
Right. That's an amazing question, and I get that question all the time. The thing that you always want to look for is the USDA organic seal on packaged foods. Mm -hmm. That means that the producer has seriously followed very strict guidelines set up by to be called organic, and the product will contain at least 95% organic ingredients when it has that seal of approval. But don't be fooled. You know, lots of people are fooled by the phrase "all natural" because mm -hmm. there really there really isn't any regulation on that word. That's just a very big nice marketing scam. You, you could call Chicken McNuggets all natural. <laughs> and there, there's one other little tip. When you're looking to buy organic produce, um, not so many people know this. If you look right at the sticker on the produce, you can tell if it's organic because there's going to be a five-digit code starting with the number nine. And if you find that code, you'll know that that produce is organic. That's really interesting that you know all this information. I've heard, though, that there are some fruits and vegetables that you should definitely buy organic and some that don't matter as much. Is this true? There, there definitely are fruits and vegetables that you should always buy organic. And, you know, I'm always going to encourage you to buy organic no matter what, but there are some that aren't quite as important. According to its uh, EWG.org, there's the Dirty Dozen and or foods you should buy organic. And I think we need to come up with some kind of song for all of these, but they are they're apples, celery, sweet bell peppers, peaches, strawberries, nectarines, grapes, spinach, lettuce, cucumbers, blueberries, and potatoes. They do also add kale and green beans as foods that you should buy organic. I think they're going to have to rename it the Freaky 14, but those are foods you should always try to buy organic. Oh, definitely the song component to you. Today I heard a song about pizza, so you know, anything is possible. Oh yeah, definitely. We can come up with something fun. <laughs> So my parents, they lot, like they love to buy fruit from Chinatown. It's a lot cheaper than Safeway or Whole Foods. My mom is always saying how it's organic because it's just picked right off the tree, but I'll have to tell her that that's not true. <laughs> Speaking of that, though, organic food can seem so expensive. So how can I talk my friends and family into buying it? This is such an awesome question because, you know, the prices for organic food can seem pretty extreme, but there's also so many people in the world who are sick and in hospitals, and that can also be very expensive and extreme as well. And I think, I really think the best way to convince your family or friends is to quote Dr. Esselstein from Forks Over Knives. And here is the quote Half a million people a year will have their chests open up and a vein taken from their leg and sewn onto their coronary artery. Some people would call that extreme. End quote. So if you were to eat organic, whole, and plant-based foods, it could really potentially save you big bucks in the future, not to mention just more time on your bike instead of the operating table. I think that's a really important point. Now, our producer, Cynthia Bryan, raises chickens that scratch for, um, and eat only natural, so everyone says her eggs are more nutritious than those in the store. Would you, based on your extensive knowledge, would you say that's true? Definitely. It really goes back to what those chickens start eating. And in these huge factory farms these days, chickens are eating things that they aren't meant to eat, which leads to low-quality eggs. So if you are getting organic eggs and you know that those chickens are eating just a fantastic diet and they're just living the life, then those, I would definitely say, are much better than the conventional. Yeah. So now that we're all excited to go out and buy organic foods, do you have a recipe to get us started? Oh, of course. Now, let's see here. To really wow your family and friends, I one of my favorite recipes right now is a quinoa brittle. And quinoa is packed with protein, so I take organic quinoa, organic coconut oil, organic agave, which is a uh, sweetener that's lower on the glycemic index than sugar is, so it's better for diabetics and just better for you in general. And you also take your favorite type of nut or seed, and you just want to mix everybody together, get them acquainted, get them happy. Then we're going to bake that at 350 in a nice thin layer on a baking sheet and turn that into a brittle. And it's protein-packed, it's very healthy, and it's also organic. So take that to your friends and family along with your newfound organic knowledge and there you go, and that exact recipe will be on my website, tannerodell.com. That's really, really cool, and it sounds like a great thing you could use, you could eat on hikes and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. What, what would you say is your favorite, um, your favorite experience with all the, you cooked for the governor, could you describe some of these experiences for us today? Definitely. 
I have been very fortunate to meet just absolutely amazing people. And on an airplane ride, I would say this is probably my favorite thing that I've done lately, is on an airplane ride, I met someone that put together the UCLA Extension National Restaurant Industry Conference in Los Angeles. And I got the chance to go out and speak at this conference, meet some of my idol chefs, and really promote Generation Y in the restaurant industry. And I'm currently going to an all-natural vegan vegetarian culinary school down in Austin, and I've just really been able to put all of these awesome experiences together into a really fun package that I can then communicate out to the world and feed the world healthy, organic, Mm -hmm. plant-based, gluten-free cuisine. (laughs) So how did you get started cooking? I was a 12-year-old that fell in love with the Food Network. So I was going in, I was going into 7th grade and as we all know, middle school can just be very very difficult. You can get bullied and you, it's just kind of hard to face lots of different things and I was lucky to find a passion and just go down a road of being very very self-confident. So I would watch the Food Network literally until like 3 in the morning, and I'd wake up the next morning, go to school, come home, and just tear apart the kitchen. I was the kid at the lunch table that instead of staring, you know, at being just an immature boy, I wouldn't stare at the girls. I'd stare at my lasagna and be like, this would be way better with the garlic bechamel sauce, or this would be much healthier if we did this. And so I really got my start um, from watching the Food Network and reading lots and lots of books, too. I think if you find a passion young, you just want to be able to learn to fit in with yourself and realize that as soon as you fit in with yourself and not anyone else out there, you're really going to stand out. I think that's a really good advice for all of our listeners. Unfortunately, we are out of time now, but really, truly, thank you for all of your information. Oh, we thank you guys so much. Yeah. Life about organic food. For more info, visit Tanner O'Dell's website at www.tannerodell.com. We love you, Tanner, and look forward to having you be a part of Express Yourself. Sounds great. Thank yeah. you. I will definitely try some organic kale later and can't wait for more great recipes from you. Thanks so much for joining us here on Voice America Kids. Thanks to Star Style Productions for producing this show. And thanks to our guest, Kate Pirovich, from across the world in Portland. And thanks to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids Network. Don't forget to check out btsya.com and find out more about the ninth annual Be The Star You Are essay contest. I'm Young Juan. And I'm Kai Kelly. Thank you for always tuning in every week. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Express Yourself. We want to hear your thoughts and we want to answer your questions. So email us at btsyateenradio at gmail.com. Check out our radio site at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com and our creative community site at www.btsya.com. You can upload your creative works at our site for free, get involved with the charity, buy books and t-shirts in our store, sign up for our free newsletter, and make a donation to the Be The Star You Are Alive. Thanks again for joining us. Thanks to our great guests. And until next week, remember, express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars to shine between the lines if you would let yourself